Support for this podcast comes from Frito-Lay in the 2023 Snack Bracket Championship. The Frito-Lay Snacket Challenge is underway, and fans are voting on their favorite snacks to crown champion. We're talking about primetime matchups between the best 64 snacks in the land. Will Ruffles Ridges reign supreme? Can Doritos defend their dynasty? Or will Smart Food use their smarts for a surprise upset? Only you can decide. Get in on all the action for a chance to win up to $1,000 or a year's worth of snacks. Let your snacks be heard. Just go to Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com to vote and enter for a chance to win. No purchase necessary. Sweepstakes ends April 3rd, 2023. Void but prohibited. Years worth of snacks awarded in the form of 52 coupons, each good for one bag of chips. See official rules at Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the only podcast. I am your new host, Austin Smith. I know you're probably expecting to hear Chris Vanini's voice, but... Um, he has moved on to The Athletic, as you all know, after many years of hosting this amazing podcast, and he's turned the reins over to me and introducing John Kirby. What's up, guys? <laughs> uh, I don't think anyone will be disappointed with this handoff. I'll be completely honest. It will not be an LJ Scott carry. No. <laughs> There's no fumbles here. We don't, fum- we don't fumble the ball. Um so, John, just take a second, introduce yourself, tell the people what you're all about. Yeah, no, thank you. I'm excited to be here. Um, I would say to, the best way to describe me is a, a huge Gary Harris guy. Um, <laughs> I would say I am the president of the Dane Fife taking over for Tom Izzo when he retires with three rings fan club. And <laughs> With three rings is the important part yeah, of that. <laughs> yeah, well, absolutely. I mean, you know, I don't want to get ahead of ourselves, but... Um, We'll get into that in later podcasts. We got the pipeline is full. So, but I, you know, I like I like the idea of Dane taking over. But that's a that's a pretty hot take, and uh, we're we're pretty early in the podcast. So let's back it up. A little <laughs> we bit. we came out firing here. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we have John and I have been well. First big difference from Chris and I to um, John and I is that first of all, we're going to remember to talk about our social media handles up front. Unlike the very <laughs> end of the podcast, like Chris and I always did, but you can always follow me at acsmith06 on Twitter. And what are you again? Uh, at John underscore Kirby, like the vacuum or the Nintendo game. Yes. You'll find it. That's easy. That's going to resonate with this audience, think I so. think. Sure. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, we just, let's just jump right into it. Mm, I mean, it's it. football season. Let's hit it. Chris and I did a little preview last week. Okay. Um, and now. We've seen a game. We played a game. We played a real game. Michigan State has played Bowling Green. Yep. Came out winners, thirty-five to ten. Yeah. Curbs, I'm turning it over to you right off the bat. Yeah. What did you think? General impressions of the game. Yeah. Let's. Um. You know what? Happy. We're back to win it. Yes. Okay. So let's not. Let's get it out of the way. You know what? Last year, not a great year. Not dope. I've had better. <laughs> but you know what? It's okay. You know what we can't do is we got to remember to enjoy. The wins. Okay, it's really easy to just pit, nitpick here. Let's just take a second. Let's take a beat. It, last year was rough. We only got three of these last year. Got one now. We got one now. That's not we're, bad. We're 33% of the way there. I mean, overall, I, I have to agree with you. I mean, it just felt good to see, you know, after all that the program's been through over the past year plus, it, it, was, it, and it was just good to see them back out on the field. It just... just Playing football yeah, and, no. and getting 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 some of that 
that bad taste out of the, the fans' mouths. I You're guess. absolutely right, and, and make no mistake, I do not. I'm not here for moral victories. Okay, <laughs> I, I want to get that on the table, but I do think it's important to say, you know what, we uh, played, we were okay. Now, I, personally, I was not my best self on Saturday. Could I have? <laughs> Could I have prepped better? Could I have tailgated a bit harder? Sure. Sure. All of it. We always can. But, you know, we can reflect on that. Right. We come back. We'll come out next Saturday, you know, Saturday, a little stronger. That's the idea here. Yeah. So, so anyway, I mean, I think this is a good building block. So, let's get into it. We've got, we've got our good, our bad, and kind of like our takeaways. What does it mean? I think the good, the first place to start is the place you always start with a football team, and that's quarterback. QB1. I mean, I think... Everybody can take a step back and, you know, everybody liked Brian Lewerke sure. at the end of last year. He looked good in his limited time. It was only, what, three games before he got hurt against yeah. that school. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and now he's, you know, you can see what a healthy and full offseason did for him. Like, he looked a yeah. little shook at the beginning. He did. little shook. Yeah, same. But <laughs> yeah, I was a but, little shook. I was already. We were all a little shook after that first fumble. Yeah. But, um I think overall he looked pretty good. It was 22 of 33, something like that, for 250 yards, a couple scores. I mean, he, he brought also, and here's the thing, we we almost saw it as a negative. He's out there, the play breaks down, and he's running around. And the first thing everyone says is, "What our offense isn't crisp. He's running around. Wait, it could be a positive. I mean, well, he can do things that maybe things we haven't seen. I think this offense is... I think the talent is there. And that was one of the things I said last week to Chris was that I think this offense has the chance to surprise. And one of the reasons is because of Brian Lewerke. I mean, at first blush, he does not look like a running quarterback. No, like he doesn't right. look like a guy you expect to just take off or that even can really take off. But I mean, I think you saw that he brings a dimension that not only do teams have to think about, but this, this offense Depending on how the offensive line continues to gel, depending on how the you know younger skill positions mature, that they might rely on more than they would like to. Absolutely, and you know what though? It's uh, well, it is. It's a it's a double edged sword, right? I mean, we got a guy who can take off. We also got a guy who uh, can only take so many hits. Yeah. Okay. There's definitely a second side to that entire thing. You don't. I mean. That's just it. Is and, and here's the other thing, QB two didn't have a great. Didn't look great. Didn't look awesome. Brian, uh, our, KJ's own team Terry, Damian Terry, um, didn't impress. And I think at this point, it's it's hard to imagine counting on him for a lot. I was really hoping to see a little more of Messiah DeWeaver, but I guess he was held out with an injury. So it's, I mean, it's Lewerke's job. And I think in the first game, he he acquitted himself. Fairly well. I think. I think one of the only one of the other, a couple of the other thing, good things that came out of, especially the offense, is Daryl Stewart. Daryl Stewart Baller. appears appears to be a guy. He's a thing. He appears to be maybe. You hate to jump ahead after one game. Right. You know, the whole offseason was. It seemed like it was like the Tristan Jackson. Oh, we couldn't get enough hype train. And then we got. We're over here. We're seeing young young bloods. We got, <laughs> you know, we got. Kill Cam, you know, we yes. got Ryzen. And and then we got Felton who's who played Felton extremely had some well. Good grabs. But holy And great hair. More I mean, importantly. He's like a prototypical build a guy in old NCAA games. Oh yeah. Visor dreads. <laughs> I mean, that's a go to. Yes. The big bodied wide receiver yeah. who just 
red zone threat, two go catches, get it. two touchdowns. <laughs> Just yeah. go get it. That's That was one of my favorite NCAA builds, for I mean, sure. Yeah, he's a standard. But, I mean, you're right. <laughs> then all of a sudden, I don't want to say he's out of nowhere, but he came to play. He brought yeah. a and, – and he brought an element that maybe we haven't seen since Keyshawn Martin. Yeah, and, you know, it was – if you look back at last year, the things that everybody said about him, he's had and actually have some pretty damning tape from last week mm. about uh, saying I didn't expect a whole lot out of him oh. because, well, frankly, it's been two years <clears throat> of people saying like Daryl Stewart, look out for Daryl Stewart, and I you haven't seen anything. You've seen questionable hands, and that's been it. But one of the other taglines, just a phenomenal football cliche, is he's like a running back when he gets his hands on the ball, and I think. I think you saw that for the first time, like really impressively last week, because when he got the ball on some of those shorter routes, I mean, Austin, he carved some dudes. I'm up. gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do something here. Oh, <laughs> a tendency to give nicknames. They might not <laughs> stick. They might. I don't know. Why? We've got a pretty good record here. When I saw Daryl Stewart get that rock in open space, uh oh. Uh-oh. Nicknames, uh-oh. Just uh-oh? Because the other team, when he gets the rock, uh-oh. uh-oh. Yeah, they don't like Ooh. that. No one likes that. Did that? Was that like an in-game? That just, he got it. When he, the third time it happened, and he, yeah. that's a good uh-oh for us. Yeah. That's a very bad uh-oh. I think one of the beautiful things the behind the nicknames that we're going to give players is it just has to feel right in the moment. Yeah, you got to feel yourself. So, like, it could just be something <clears throat> completely off the wall, like, uh-oh. Or like last year, you know, Puddin got a lot of hate and a oh. lot of love. I personally loved it because it just felt great to scream. It feels good. All the time. And so, you know, I'm sticking with it, but I like uh-oh. So we'll see. Try it out when you're watching the game this week, when you're watching us play Western. Try it out. Let us Say know. What, what are you saying? What yeah. do you say? You like, what what, you what should say? we be saying? We're looking for some. Maybe feedback. we're struggling. You know, <laughs> if it's wrong, it's okay. Yeah. but we just need to know. Um, it's got to feel right. But he looks good, man. I, I I tell you what, I was impressed with him. Matt Sokol, of course. I went to bat super hard for him last week. You saw the athleticism. Of course, he dropped just maybe the most open touchdown. That's okay. He's Get it out of your game. system, man. <laughs> but then he caught he caught one. He got a league. nice. Yeah, he took care of things. Yeah, he made a couple of plays, and I think you saw the athleticism out of those tight ends that um, you just haven't seen very often at Michigan State. You've had some very good tight ends, very very good tight ends, really but good. really good, like guys that are still in the NFL. Yeah. Um, and but I think between Sokol, I didn't. I don't think I saw Matt Dotson, but he may have played. I think he got. He, I, I did see he he was out there. I don't believe he made it onto the participation list, but um, um, he was participating. He was participating. Yeah, <laughs> he was redshirt participating. Yeah, yeah, sure. Um, so okay, we've been we can sing a lot of praises. Yes, wasn't all great. No. What What do we mm. need to do here? Especially what? on offense. I mean, I think one of the the biggest things is LJ Scott. Like we've talked about this ad nauseum. I am like obnoxious in my praise of LJ Scott. But he can't. He can't fumble the ball. You sure. can't fumble the ball on the one-yard line. First drive. For, for Not only for the team. Like First of all, it's a complete momentum killer. And I know everybody else thought the same thing I did. They're like, oh, great. It's last season again. That's awesome. Shout out to Brian with that <laughs> open field tackle. Yeah. Seriously. Wow. That athleticism, man. He's Lewerke, that throwing he, shoulder there. Lewerke too. went at it. No, I... I liked that. That was great. I would prefer he doesn't have to make another tackle like the rest yeah. of the year, but sure. Um, LJ's got to stop fumbling because you've heard it so many times, and it causes everybody such—I oh, don't know—makes my stomach turn over when the coaches talk about the hot hand and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah. But they're not going to be afraid to 
put him on the pine. I think he still led the team in carries, and although he was the lowest in yards per carry and sure. didn't look particularly effective, especially I thought Madre London looked the best out of everybody. But sure. LJ's the best, most talented offensive player on this team, and he has to play that way. He just has to. You're going to be able to get away with it probably against Bowling Green and, man, I don't even know who else That's- on this schedule. That's the problem. Schedule gets tougher right away. Yeah, well, things, what we saw, you know, we're going to point out and highlight here as potential bad is going to be actual bad if it doesn't get cleaned up. Right. Real quick. Yeah, I think one of the other things, we haven't even touched on the defense yet. Um, Played great. I thought overall played pretty well. Let's talk about this. Gave up what? A field goal? Yeah. Yeah, that's true. They only held him to three. Okay. And the other seven coming off of an LJ Scott fumble, which... Just for the record, I think was a really bad call. Like I, I think he was down. I, th- I think it was. Pr- it looked obvious to me. Uh, you never want but to I don't score know. on a play where everyone's kind of wondering what happened. Right. Seems <laughs> right. But right. you know what? Get your get your six Bowling Green. You know. I get you it. Play yeah. Through the, play through. I get it. And they, but you know, I, I think defensively overall they played pretty well. I think a better offense probably completes some of those deep balls that beat the secondary. Quarterback's and not good. Their quarterback the quarterback not did not look very good. Um, and what scares me about the defense is the same things we talked about last week. Those defensive ends and those corners. Kenny Willekes and Dylan Alexander, bless their hearts. I actually think they got a couple uh, quarterback hurries in there. And I, and I was impressed. This is a kind of a tangent, but I really thought the defensive tackles played well, both all four of the guys that get in there, especially the top four, or the top four, I should say. Um, but the ends, I mean, it was obvious on, even when Cooper and Bowers got in there on, you know, whatever it was, third down, yeah. just not a lot of pressure. Here's what here's what I can't have everyone do, though, okay? <laughs> you are at, for, for my MSU Hoops fans, this is like putting walk on Kenny Goins at center. Yeah, <laughs> you can't get mad at these guys. Right these these are not. These, I mean, these are not the guys that we recruited to be playing this year at that spot. No, and they are, and we're gonna love them, and we're gonna be a little mad that they're not <laughs> performing the way we thought our th- yeah. the normal guys are. But that's okay. You know, we're gonna have to find pressure in other ways. Yeah, and so you know the the, the nose D tackles D tackles did well. I thought uh, Brandon Randall did a pretty good job of living up to the hype. Uh, Brandon Randall got a decent amount of pressure. He flashed off some some flashy uh, pass rush moves out of the two point and the one point stands. I thought he, I mean, he's not big enough to really play much more than situational yeah. pass rusher, Correct. and he's not. Frankly, the linebackers in front of him are played really well. By the yeah. way, I thought the linebackers played great, especially Bocce in the middle. Fry got a sack. Ten tackles for yeah. Bocce. I mean, yeah, okay. No, he he's a dude. He's Show a guy. Bocce's a guy. Yeah. Um, I, I like them. So Randall may never crack like a significant playing role, but I think he could be like, you know, a back in the day sophomore in in terms of role, not in terms of production, uh, like an Ed Davis type where he was the fourth or fifth linebacker that was really brought in in pass rush situations. And they're going to have to get creative. And in order to get creative like that, they're going to have to bring a lot of pressure. And that's going to leave those corners on islands. And you saw it come back to bite. Lane got beat a couple times. Butler got beat. Like the first play of the game, that or something was like that. It, we did not see anyone get toasted. Well, 
But mm. the bread... It was warm bread. was warm. It was heated. I didn't... The bread like, warmer was on. It did, was not good. <laughs> and, you know, and what's going to happen here, and I don't know if Western has got the QB to do it. You know, I, uh, you know, watching that USC game, he's not a fantastic, you know, accuracy guy's young. Um, don't know if he's the guy. Pray he's not the guy. Yeah, I hope he's not. We're going we're gonna to run into a few guys. There's some guys. Okay, and we've got to figure it out before then. Yeah, so that's definitely a concern coming out of this one. The biggest concern in the secondary to me was Kari Willis mm. because they played a lot of man in the mm. secondary. Like, they brought Kari up, and he played a lot of that kind of old-school Narduzzi, like, our safety is going to cover the slot guy yeah. man-to-man in certain situations. And he, he just kind of – again, Kari is a perfectly replacement-level – good safety especially in the run game because he can lay the wood but um he's just not going to be able to hang with these upper echelon safeties which leads me to a guy that i was impressed by and that is david dowell oh yeah i thought david dowell made some nice plays laid that one big hit on the slot receiver um and he's just an athlete and i think that if if willis gets burnt too many more times here in the near future you you might see a decent amount more David Dow pretty quickly back there. Well, here's the thing. You know, we, we've talked about it. You've read about it. You've heard about it. You know, it's a youth movement, right? Has to People be. are getting reps. And we're going to find out real quick if you are ready to grow up today or right. you're going to be able to grow up next year. Because we don't have time. Right. And the, the beauty of that is that, well, it's a gift and a curse. The gift is that everybody's got a chance. So yeah. truly the best and most capable players. Like, there are no preconceived notions on this team. The best and... Most capable players are going to be the ones that play. And benched. We saw LJ. And benched. Yeah. Sat down. Right. Real quick. And it's going to be interesting to see. Now, that the, 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 the flip side of that is that we don't know if anyone's going to answer that call. Because it's all unproven talent for the most part. Um, yeah. Pretty much across the board. And I think looking at this a little more big picture, you have to be happy with the way that they responded to, to turning the ball over early. Oh, yeah. You have to be excited about the way that that front seven in terms of stopping the run played. I think you saw, you know, some really, really good depth at defensive tackle, but the same worries remain unless they can create, find a way to consistently create a pass rush. They, they had like eight or nine hurries, but only one sack yeah. on pace to tie or even do worse than last year's 11 sacks. Like Rolling, baby. it's gotta, that's gotta improve. And then offensively, I thought Lewerke, looked a little out of sorts early, but I mean, if you've got a quarterback that can move like that and just be consistent, completing passes overall, you have to be fairly happy. So what does that mean? Are we good? Big picture. Are we, uh, I don't know. I'm not, I think what, we're, we what happened there? It's hard to say. First of all, I don't think Bowling Green is going to win a lot of games. That's this year. fair. <laughs> so, uh, I think that's one thing to consider, but also, um, I think, Again, I think you have to feel okay about that performance. That you know they responded well. You would have liked to have seen them close it out a little better, seen a little more out of Damian Terry. But uh, a lot of the young guys that got rotated in, I thought played pretty well. And all in all, I mean, I you know I'm sticking with my seven and five that I okay. said. But spinning that forward, I mean, how, seven and five. We saw some pretty good teams. Yeah, have a nice week one. It's early around the big though. It's in the Big East, so you know specifically the not the big the, the Big Ten. Yeah. East. So our next segment, what we're going to try to work in here is, you know, obviously we're going to talk Michigan State's game every week. Then we're going to go, you know, take a little peek at the rest of the Big Ten, 
and then we're going to move forward into the next opponent, maybe mix in a couple updates here and there as well, and then give some predictions at the end. So um, let's kind of, yeah, let's do the rest of the big. So listen, Michigan State, I think in a lot of divisions around the country, in a lot of conferences, sure, I think people would give a little bit more of uh, an edge to, or, or maybe the competition would be a little bit better, yeah. or excuse me, more... No, more works. suitable to what to what Michigan State's yeah. level of talent is right now, but man, that Big Ten East looks pretty darn good. <laughs> you know, hey, good. What do they say? You know, you, to be the best, got to beat the best. Well, We've done it before. Three of the top eight teams in the country now are in the Big Ten uh, East. So <laughs> alone. What I so. what I hear you saying is uh, the path. To the playoff isn't <laughs> Yeah, that's right. Oh my god, I knew he was a homer, but I didn't no, know he was no. this big of a homer. No, I think I think it's I think it's fair to say that these you know this is good. This is a tough division. Okay, I mean <laughs> yeah. we 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 are we're amidst one of um, the strongest Big Tens we've seen I think in a while. Um, yeah. It is no longer the joke. You know, it is no longer the plotting three yards in a cloud of dust. No. Sorry, Wisconsin, you are. But we have <laughs> Wisconsin I mean, and Iowa. Yeah, I mean, still are. I mean, and that's fine because it works yeah. for them. That's Michigan awesome. State is in yeah. a lot of ways. Uh, so. There's no dog. I think what I'm trying to get to is, is a nice conference. We are hoping to be a nice team in that conference this yeah. year. Yeah, and I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Like we talked about expectations up front. You know, coming into this season, you, you, it'd be crazy to expect anything off the wall. And then that's not even taking the other teams into account. But now. Let's look at them. So, Ohio State. I mean, Ohio game, State. Huh? You know, I think one of the things did you watched that game. I did. One of the points you made to me before we started was that they were impressive coming back from taking a punch. They did. I mean, I think it was it was kind of funny. It was like the most classic big underdog at home yeah. under the lights night, night game, game against the number two three team. Shout out to all the Indiana students wearing their basketball jerseys. Yeah. Just, they didn't they were like, we did you guys know we had a football team? Yeah, I don't think they sell Let's football jerseys. They might not sell well, football jerseys. Besides Antoine Randall up, who are you gonna go <laughs> snag? Tevin Coleman. Tevin Coleman. Yes. Okay. Yeah, should have been should have been a Spartan. Yeah. Been saying that for years. Oh, we don't Anyways. You're right. But yeah, Indiana, they came out, they were hyped, you know, they did they went. They they t- they took a shot, and you know they 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 played well. They were up at halftime. Yeah. Right. You know they went into the break. Things are looking good. People are starting to remember college football is on. Yes. They turn on the TV. And they're like this is good. Indiana. All right. Everyone hates Ohio <laughs> State. Before you know it, it's a blowout. Yeah, and, and it was it was crazy. Like it's just that this team at Ohio State, and it's same as with some of these other guys, the other two big ones. It's at that that. The top level talent there is as good as it is in the country. I mean, the dude that jumped out at me was Paris Campbell. Jets. Guy drops one again, like a Matt Sokol ish easy touchdown oh, pass, yeah, hit him was, right in the hands. That was bad. And then I and don't the know, a cu- couple plays later, maybe, totally maybe, redeemed yeah. himself. <laughs> he, he caught that ball and just, I mean, he put one foot in the ground and was just gone. Road just runners, gone. Uh, mm-hmm. and, and he dusted everybody. And then they had another guy that. I can't remember his his name's escaping me at the moment, but they had another receiver who apparently is in his junior year and has had like three knee surgeries. Dixon, maybe, and oh boy. um, but he yeah, caught the Dixon. ball, yeah, and dusted everybody. I mean, yeah, like a sixty yard or something. That's crazy. You can't. It's crazy. What do they say? You can't teach size. 
Yeah. You can't you can teach speed, but not mm. by a lot. Not that natural. Okay, speed. That, I mean that you are it or you are not. Yeah, and I mean these they, guys have it. You know. No, they've got it. They're they're going to compete with everybody. I mean these Ohio State, Penn State, Michigan matchups between the three of them are are just going to be must much must watch football and must hate watch football for Dude, all of us. How but good did Saquon Barkley? Yeah, he's a dog. That guy is he's a top ten pick, I think. I mean, I mean that dude. I think even if if they can just keep McSorley clean and get Saquon Dude, just remember some, when they couldn't you say that like, yeah, this is no problem. Remember they couldn't keep uh Hackenberg, oh, Hackenberg off the ground. Yeah, yeah, I know. And now they've got <laughs> now a good-looking like, offensive line. I mean, they're all. Yeah, I mean, they they took care of business against Akron. I candidly is Akron a great no. team? No, but I mean, <laughs> but I mean, they did, fifty point wins are fifty point wins. Yeah, shutouts are. Shutouts. Wait, is uh, Savant Pittman still at Akron? Or is he gone? Do you remember? No. Tell oh me more. man. Everybody remembers. Well, he was like a four-star defensive end recruit who left Michigan State to go play for Ohio State <laughs> and then transferred to Akron because he got kicked out. Sure. I was wondering if he was still there. Like uh, you do. Anyways, so Penn State's looking good. Ohio State's looking good. I, I think the one that everybody – we don't need to spend too much time on the other teams here, but um, I mean Michigan – I think – I didn't come out of the Michigan game thinking anything differently about Michigan. Like yeah. the def- the front seven looks like a bunch of monsters. Um, sure, the offensive line looked pretty solid, but I've still got some questions. And then the question for them is going to be Wilton Spate. If Wilton Spate can play to a championship level, they have every opportunity to be that type of team. Do I think they'll get there? No, I, I think eventually they're. It's going to all catch up to them. The same mistakes they made a year ago will happen again. And frankly, they're they're just really young, and they're going to have a huge target on their back. They are as they are in terms of a sheer talent level. That's close to as talented a team as as you're going to find. But um, I, I just feel like their youth and inexperience at some point will catch up to sure. them. And then his he just makes big mistakes and. I got roasted, by the way. I got roasted on Twitter for saying that the first pick that Spade threw over the middle yeah. that got the receiver clearly should have caught yeah. was his fault. But it was his fault. And I will go to bat and I will say that a million times. He threw the ball eight inches too high to a receiver over the middle. Yes, should he have caught it? But if he absolutely should have caught it. But he was going to get destroyed sure. if he caught that ball. And you just put your receiver in a horrible spot. You can't throw balls in tight windows into double coverage high over the middle. It just doesn't work like that. Like, right. again, receiver should have caught it, but it never, ever should have been thrown. And then the second one was typical Spate, where he just oh, like yeah. he just makes those bonehead mistakes. Spate got Spate. I, I like him. I mean, I, I don't – I've actually been kind of a Spate apologist. Sure. But um, here's the, here's he just can't make those mistakes, hey. man. Was good win. Shot. You want a pat on the back? Yeah. Good you, you had, how many guys are suspended? Well, uh, yeah, that and also I just am not convinced Florida is very good. Okay. Can I, can I make a comparison? <laughs> sure. Yes. Okay. Please do. <laughs> it's like some. If you're making an back to our favorite game, NCAA football. Yes. If you're making a team and you said, "How good do you want your defense to be?" I'll have them be a seven point five. That's as <laughs> you will have the opposite. Your offense, right? That so you yeah. have to pick. That is them, okay? They are nice defensive team, yeah. okay? Sure, awful, 
Awful offensive team. team. And what did Michigan do a lot? To, yeah, they had a nice yeah. defense, the game. They got after the quarterbacks, sure. man. They made them uncomfortable, but... Can't wait till you watch Florida play Vandy this year. Right. Can't they, wait you just watch the same thing. Look, we've already spent too much time. Right. I'm going to say this. <laughs> it was, congrats on the thing you should have done. Right. Okay, now, <laughs> now, moving on to Maryland and Rutgers. Maryland, hi. Yeah, hey. Welcome. Did you know up, they had guys? a football team? I... Except for when they had beat heard, us last Had heard rumors. But yeah, um, they've announced to the nation. Yeah, they look pretty good. I mean, on the national stage. I, I'll be honest, I wasn't, I didn't catch that game much mm-hmm. of it, but I saw that they scored like three special team touchdowns or something like that. I mean, like here's the deal. Can someone just tell me when Texas is back? <laughs> I just don't have But they've been back. They're I don't have back. the time. Do you remember when they were back last year? And they were back game one last year. I remember that. And so they're already behind schedule. Someone just keep, you know, I just need someone every Saturday. Hey, John, they're back or they're not back. There's got okay. there's got to be a Twitter account somewhere yeah. that says, is, is Texas, Texas back? No, they're not back. <laughs> it's, just, okay. it's just no every if weekend. Only, if only this, you know, between, and we're getting outside of the Big Ten. Right. Baylor. Yeah. Rough. Tough go. Liberty, huh? Yeah. That was it. Texas Ooh. A&M. Matt Rule. The Sec- Matt Rule era. Off Se- to a rough start. Second. So, did you say second biggest comeback? Behind. Who was that again? Your Michigan State's boss. That is accurate. Pretty I, dope. You know, I was, you know, I, I, was, I, was, I was shocked that ESPN uh, Stats Info didn't bring that up, but here we are. <laughs> so, you know, you got, te- if only Wait. the state of Texas... If only the state of Texas had like a fertile recruiting ground to pick from. Yeah, if only they had players they could go get. I mean, that's a shame. Um, <laughs> do you? Th- <laughs> I kind of want to refer to the Texas A and M game as like the curse of the pimp cane. Ooh. Because did you see the pimp cane? Yes, oh, I did. God, yes. I wanted it to go A and M's way because there are certain things that when teams do them and like there's just a certain level of swag. That's so irresponsible yeah. that you just have to admire just, it. Like, like that. Yeah. And then the Miami guy this weekend oh. wearing the Uncle Luke gold oh. chain oh. was... Beautiful. Yeah. Uh, can I, can we do anti-swag now? Sure. Tennessee's trash The garbage bag. can? <laughs> Get out of here! Dude, it's just a little... It's like when a joke is too on the you're nose. You're doing too much, man. Is too on what the is, nose. Yo, guys, you're doing too much. Yeah, you're yeah. And yeah. this poor guy, you but know, like nobody thought of that. Like, hey, maybe we don't. Maybe have a don't trash associate. Can. Maybe you don't associate ourselves with literal garbage. <laughs> La basura. It's gotta be better. And this than guy that. is walking around the sideline. Just miss. He's, and he's pumped. Oh, he's, he was he's pumped. Jacked. So, anyway, things not to do. Things not to do. So let's not associate ourselves with trash cans. Although I'm, I'm all in favor of a pimp can or a, a Spartan chain. I'm Dude, all that in was on cool. That. I'm all in on. That. Also, um, and quickly. Rutgers didn't embarrass themselves. No, acquitted themselves pretty well, all things considered, against Washington. And they um, brought a jacuzzi, I believe. Will, so. What? They had a jacuzzi in... On the, oh, that's right. They installed one on the field. Yeah, good for Damn, them. Damn, good for them. Hey, sure. What's Whatever better than do. a hot tub in New Jersey? I, Just where I want to be. Yeah, I mean, you got to <laughs> do what you got to do. You get people in the stands, I yeah, suppose. Yeah, I... I guess. Yeah, take a page out of the Jacksonville Jaguars playbook. That's definitely the model to follow. Uh, <laughs> All right. So week two, not not. Yeah. Let's let's take a quick peek ahead. Uh, just so a couple of our conference rivals uh, see what they're up to this week. I'm just going to run through them. You don't have to give me a prediction. Just okay. going to let you know. Yeah, one word reactions. One word you thought. Okay. You got uh, Ohio, Purdue. Gross. Not for me. And then you have Cincinnati, Michigan, and ABC said, you know what? Let's put that on national television. I'd rather not. Not for me either. So moving down <laughs> on the menu, you got Florida Atlantic and Wisconsin. Ooh, see, I'll watch that. 
I want to see all the last chance you players. Oh, play okay, I'm with you. And, now. <laughs> and Lane Kiffin. Okay. Lane, last, they're calling it yeah. last chance FAU. Okay. Which I enjoy. Good job, guys. But still, it's Wisconsin, so. You know, um, that you're standard 11 a.m. kickoff for Central Time, and yeah. then you got uh, the the Smarty Pants Bowl, Northwestern Duke. <laughs> okay, so yeah, high, high G, higher higher. Uh, I think I just said GPA a, or score. Here's a game that <laughs> happens, and if no one went, no one would know that it happened. Yeah, it's the Chris Collins Bowl. Oh, yeah, I same. like that. <laughs> okay, uh, over to Iowa, Iowa State. Why does Iowa oh, struggle with them? Fun. Why? I don't know. All the time. Is it in Ames or is it? Oh, in it in Ames, baby. Ooh, West Lansing. Wow. You know it's there. West Lansing. <laughs> oh man, that'll be fun. Sure. I mean, whatever. Go crazy. Iowa, two and a half point favorites in that one. That's not good. You gamble? Not, not, not until maybe this weekend. Consider it. Uh, <laughs> Towson, Maryland. This would be the game that Maryland would lose. Sure, you can get tickets for three dollars. Perfect. Sure, From there, that's available. No, Pitt? that that's for sure the game they'd lose. Okay, here's one I'm interested in. Mm-hmm. Pitt, Penn State. Dude's last year. Last year, Pitt won. Pitt was maybe the best team that no one knew about. Last year. Yeah, they had some dudes. Um, oh man, it's hard for me to pick anybody beating. Penn State looks really good. I, I would, I will be clad in imaginary pit gear for that one. Yeah. But uh, didn't Pitt struggled in week one? Didn't they? They did. They, they actually went great. to overtime. Overtime with Not Youngstown great. State. Yeah, the Poli- Wow. Can't have the that. Red, the red, the red, the red ass bowl between Polini and Narduzzi. <laughs> Have that. Yeah, that's not great. So I'm I'm sticking with I'm I don't like how much I'm on the Penn State bandwagon. It bothers me a eh. little bit. It doesn't. It's not like sitting. Sure. Well. Yeah. Well, don't. Beat I'll be rooting for Pitt. Don't beat yourself. Up I'll be rooting it. for Pitt. We'll we'll play it off as they were looking ahead. Sure. And then you got then you got uh, Indiana Virginia. No. That's in that's in Virginia. And again, no one knows that happened. And then <laughs> oh, speaking of. Do we have to do this? <laughs> Eastern Michigan Rutgers. Oh, boy. Really? Yeah. Where is that? Is um, that in Eastern? That's uh, at Rutgers. Man, I was hoping that was in Eastern so they could play on the gray field. Um, cool. Just perfectly epitomize that matchup. Just a, kind of a bummer. That's day. not good. You um, know what? Eastern, not um, as awful as they normally are. No. They are kind of fun. Multiple game winners, maybe. But at the end of the day, it's like, Did they win? They won like four or five games last year. Yeah, they were kind of fun. Yeah, okay. And then now here's some big boy games. Okay. Yeah. Nebraska, Oregon. Ooh, man, three or four years ago, that would have been a really fun. Teams one. that like to take themselves seriously bowl. Yeah. Okay. No, the team the the it's their year bowl. Mm. Like they're always very mm-hmm. close. Um mm-hmm. I could be persuaded into watching actually, yeah, what is it? At eleven though? I'm not gonna watch it if it's at eleven. No, it's a it's a three thirty okay. central and kick. It's I'm out like, in Oregon. Okay, I Not can always watch it for Nebraska. Though. I mean, no, I think Oregon's probably tough, got them. Huh? Well, if Oregon has a quarterback, they can win. They haven't had a court. I don't know who their quarterback is, but they haven't had. I mean, Vernon Adams was good, but they haven't had a real guy since Mariota. And when they don't have a guy to run that system, it just doesn't work because their defense has been terrible Gets for a couple ugly. years. Yeah, despite the first rounders. Yeah, I mean, I'm with you. I mean, they're fun. Hey, it's fun. 
It's fun until it's not, <laughs> and it's not. It's fun. So Western Kentucky, Illinois. Get that. Out man, right. that's we got some gross matchups. I mean, what are you gonna do? It's, it's week, week two. two, man. Give it a break. Uh, <laughs> Can we be happy that it's back? Can we just be You're happy? Right. It's I here? shouldn't get. I shouldn't be. Come on. I'm not. Is that? I hope. Oh man. I will say if they're for whatever reason are Illinois fans that are listening to this. And night game, baby. Night game? Night game in Champaign, oh, Illinois. And man. you know what? Western Kentucky is a seven and a half point favorite. That's not good. Can't have that. The, Jeff, the, the ex fighting Je- Jeff Bromps. Um, <laughs> I was going to say, I was thinking if that was an early one, it might be an ESPN newser. In Ooh. which case, watch it for the infomercials. Got to. The Gotham Steel Pan. I don't think anything's on ESPN news uh, next That's good. Week. That's good. We really reached a low point. We didn't need to relive that. And the last yeah. two more. Uh, Minnesota, Oregon State. Oregon State's Ooh. bad, baby. Bad. <laughs> but Minnesota, um, they're rowing. I don't they're know rowing. how you feel about that. They're never gonna stop rowing. No. No, Fleckable, I I'm a I'm a PJ Fleck believer. I don't know how you can't be. It's enthusiasm is contagious. It is. Enthusiasm. I get jacked. Yeah, I'd play for him. And then Oklahoma, Ohio State, that's the big one. Oof, boy, man, okay? that's a good one. Fun, uh, huh? uh, so that's in Columbus, correct? Because last yeah. year was in Norman. And Baker showed out last week. I don't know if you saw Dude, he's, that. No. He's, 19 for 20. He's a baller. 329 yards, three touchdowns. He's a baller. I don't care who you're playing. No, that's he's a baller. Big. And that Ohio State secondary is young. I mean, they were what? All like all first round picks last year? I think they legitimately like all got drafted. Because it was, I believe that. I think no, I really think I think they all did. Well, I know at least at least a couple. I mean, I know Malik Hooker won the first round. I think both of their corners did. Gary and Conley. Oh, Gary and Conley slipped out. Um, but they were good. I mean, that, that's. But there's going to be a lot of. That was the thing that the Ohio State team struggled with early in that game against Indiana was the secondary. Yeah, they're kind of picking them apart and running on them a little bit. A little so bit. you know. Well, actually, it, what's his name? I mean. The quarterback for Indiana threw the ball like seventy times, and he was just go go go. Okay, his name so. is I think it's, I think it's Richard Lagow. Lagow, yeah. Could not stop thinking of uh, Buster Rhymes. Look at me now at the beginning. Chris Brown, <laughs> Lagow. Like, <laughs> like every time he threw the ball, and they'd be like Lagow. They really should have like, played I that. Mean, come on, guys. That was it's a layup. That's a missed opportunity, on, guys. Ah, you. ESPN. Um. So then, and then you oof, know that leads. So what do you think? What do you think one. there? Who do you got? You know, I'm gonna stick with Ohio. No, no, no. I'll I'll pick. I'll say I think ooh, we should do these at the end next time. But mm. I think uh, I'll stick with Ohio State in that one, um, just because they're at home and they're just so damn talented. And that offense, that defensive line is just so damn good. Um, but I, it would not surprise me to see Oklahoma go in and win with the level of talent they have, especially their offensive style of play should translate well against this Ohio State team. But that's if they have time to throw the ball. I love me some sad urban. Oh yeah, sad pizza urban. Anytime I can There's get nothing that. better. Taste those tears. Yeah, that's the best. So that moves us on to a nice little afternoon matchup, which is so nice early in the season. We don't have to wake up at yeah. seven, six. Oh, that's right. It's an afternoon. Or afternoon. That's beautiful. And we're donning all whites, baby. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's a big deal. It's the stormtrooper look that I have openly pined for for. Years. I'm, I'm going to go Bordering on, on a generation. I'm, I'm going to go on record. We can't. I love the all-whites. Love, love them. Love them. Cannot call them the stormtroopers, you guys. They oh. lost. 
They were the losers in Star Wars. I'm not going to make this a sci-fi thing. But okay, <laughs> can we not associate ourselves with losers? Like, I mean, can we just be the all clean, all white, baby? Ah, we'll see. Okay, so we'll see. they're balling out against Western Michigan, who showed up in they, Southern California played well. last week. So let's break this one down a little bit. Okay. Um, one t- of t- t- Tell me a little bit. Who, who, okay, they had a squad last year. They did. We know that. Very good. Team. Okay. They lost their coach. Who we got back? The two guys that I think are, that kind of stand out to me to not only kind of summarize the team in general, but also just call out two spots of concern for Michigan State are the corner slash kick returner, Darius Phillips, who... This guy gave us problems. Dude, if you remember two years ago when Michigan State's special teams... Well, this special team has been bad for the last couple of years, but they looked okay last week, but... Um, Darius Phillips is a is a guy. He's a kick returner. He is a speed demon. This this is so Austin. You like to call these are you you call them guys. Yeah, I call them problems. He's this guy problem. could be a problem. No, he's a problem. Okay, we don't have an answer for this. If problem. the if the kick coverage reverts to what it's been the last two years, he's a problem. And those especially for a team like this Michigan State team, mm-hmm. that is a position. That is an area that they can't they can't lose if you they're going to want to win the games. They have to win that phase of the game. It's, and it's if, not and they even can't, they can't winning. Lose it. It's just not losing. We right. let's just get out there. If we're going to let's just not lose to 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 kickoffs, punt returns. Right. I mean, we gotta keep we gotta keep it in front of well, us. Well, D'Antonio okay? talks about finding the inches, and I think special teams is one of the areas where that shows up more than anything else. So Phillips is a guy that you, you have to look out for. He had a couple huge yeah. returns against USC last week. He may have even taken one of the house last week. I don't remember correctly, but I think he might've taken one home. Um, but he, he's a problem. He's a problem. I, I don't, I don't think Michigan state can avoid. You can't let him burn you because Yes, they lost against USC, but they had to gain some confidence yeah. out of that game. They were in it until the very end. These are all guys that went to the Cotton Bowl last year. Yeah. These are dudes that won a conference championship. These are not kids that are going to be afraid of a big moment. Yes, Corey Davis is gone. Yes, the the quarterback is gone. But like this, they're not going to be intimidated coming into you're Spartan right. Stadium. I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna be here to fact check all your guys. And, <laughs> and you're right, Phillips, hundred yard kick return. Yeah. And and I'm not saying you know, it's a time when it's important. It's the fourth quarter. They just got punched in the mouth at the goal lines. Right. And USC scores to go up seven. And everyone in, in Southern California is thinking, okay, we're done here. Yeah, this Thanks one's for done. Playing. He takes it to the house. Yeah. And with eight minutes to go, it's a tight ball game. In the fourth quarter. I mean, and this they... is a national championship team. You know, as people have picked USC for a playoff, and it, it, many. Okay. Lots. And so I'm saying, not saying that Western Michigan is always going to play this well, but I'm saying to your point, right. they're not afraid. No. And they are not going to be afraid to come into our house, uh, you know, on Saturday afternoon, yeah. regardless of what uniforms are wearing. No, and a team that they've played and played well against in the very recent future. It's not going to phase them. Um, so I, I think the other guy that I, that sort of just kind of sums up the level of talent that they've got and like the step they've taken is, Chakura Okorafor, I believe is how you say his name. He's a well big done. offensive tackle. Well done. Was it? <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, tip my cap. Uh, <laughs> he was a, a a pretty a relatively highly ranked. I think he was at least a three star recruit out of Michigan. I think he's a junior or a senior now. I think he's a senior this year. 
but this is a big dude. I mean, I think he's like a 6'7", 325, 330, maybe even more than that pound offensive tackle. People were, have been talking about him being a relatively high, uh, you know, like a day two type NFL Ooh. draft so, pick. So he can move some bodies. Yeah, so he's a big dude. And, and if you notice, they ran the ball really well against USC. Oh, yeah. That's not... That's not, I will say, I think in a way that plays into Michigan State's hands, uh, I think they would all rather take their chances against a, a team that's going to run the ball a lot at this point mm-hmm. because up the middle, it's a solid squad. I think the defensive ends are much more at home in their assignments uh, in the run game than the pass game. So um, I, while I think that plays a little bit, their game plan probably plays a little more into MSU's hands. Yeah. They've got Maulers on that offensive line. They've got big fellows who can move your defensive ends, especially ours that are under 250 pounds, off the ball. And uh, it's not it, – it's it, – they're not going to be a, a, a joke. MSU, if they're going to win this game, they have to come in with – they have to be disciplined. They have to – execute their game plan they can't be turning the ball over three times like they did last mm-hmm. week they got to win no more the special teams game and i so let's break it down even a little further when you talk about what do they have to do on offense i, th- I really think the biggest key is just is just playing smart um you saw a lot of explosion on the outside from the from the receivers i think the offensive line, too. The left side especially, I thought, looked really strong. It worries me a little bit about the right side because there was not a ton of great push from Luke Campbell and Beadle over there. And as the subs came in, you saw like Jordan Reed and some of these younger guys, and they just they look like they might be a year or so away. But um, I, 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 get a little, I get a little nervous because, again, it's a lot of upperclassmen. Mm-hmm. For Western, and well, it's a lot of guys that have played in big games, and Michigan State just doesn't have that. That's it's the first time in a while where a majority of the guys that are on our field have not won a big game where they played a real role. Yeah, right? I mean, yeah, I think that's fair. They're very few. I mean, there's two senior starters. Mm-hmm. So it's been a minute. So I'm gonna I'm gonna fact check you real quick. Your boy, oh boy. Bakorafor, six yeah. six. 330. Yeah. Big fella. Senior. That's a that large right. gentleman. Yeah. <laughs> he has not missed many meals. No. This guy was, as for even more, he's uh, he's from Southfield, Michigan. Yeah. Any of, uh, of our Southeast Michigan um, fans, listeners are out there. <laughs> this guy decided to row the boat instead of. Yeah. He had offers from Arkansas, Florida, Iowa, Nebraska, Ohio State, and Oklahoma. Yeah, he was a dog. He's I mean, a dude. Oh I mean, it's a kid with a, But like that's that's just it. Is PJ Fleck again? You have to believe in him because of he brought a lot of talent in. I mean, he Corey Davis was a top five pick last year. Yeah, and you know, people he, are, he's not alone. In like, he's not one of these one offs as the best. Pl- yes, he was obviously the best player on that team. But I, there's a lot of talent there, and this is not your typical. Western Michigan team that's coming in. So while I they, they outrushed USC, yeah, two sixty three to two thirty two, two hundred sixty three. They're walking yards. up and down the field, and you know what's even more amazing? They have no passing game to speak of. No, I mean this quarterback. I mean, not great, and I don't think they're expecting him to be great. But it's not as if USC and all their athletes didn't know it was going to happen right. here. They were asking him to throw, and they yeah. still walked down. Yeah, so it's. Um, 
It's a real test. And I think it's coming at a good time. Honestly, this this Michigan State team, I, I think had they marched into Notre Dame after two, you know, easy-ish wins against subpar opponents, could get run out of the gym. I mean, I you know, Notre Dame, yes, they. if you hadn't heard – they only won four games last year. Are but, they back, though? But, yeah, they're always Can back. someone tell me if they're back? <laughs> I just never know. They're back. Okay. They're back. Texas is back. Got it. Florida's still back. Is Michigan back? Michigan. I think Michigan's actually been back. Which they're is, back. Which is upsetting. I just can't tell. But they're back. Uh, <laughs> is third place back? I, know. I just never know. Okay. Bringing the heat. I just don't know. I, Ep- some people think that's back. That's Ep- good for you. Episode one. That is That is your standard. You're back. Have Episode it. one, the Phantom Menace. Have coming a seat with. at the table if you want to be back. Okay, so I think we're we're coming up on. It's going to be a tough game. I think anyone um, you know that's new to being a Michigan State fan, welcome. Uh, it's tough sometimes. <laughs> um, you might not enjoy this game yeah. in that it's going to be tough. Yeah, we don't get to roll in there and have a few cocktails and pat them on the back and pay them their money for coming and right. walk out with an easy win. That's not happening on Saturday. I would right. love it to. Yeah, I don't think it's happening. We would. So we both would. So so let's get to some uh, predictions. We've been talking a lot. Yeah. What do you think here? I mean, we we I don't want to throw just win losses at you. Right. So I'm going to start off with something. No, let's do win loss first. We're going to win loss first. Then we got some other prop shit okay. we'll get to. Um, I think, man, this is a tough one. I think Michigan State's going to win. I do. I think. you know, I think this team really learned a lot last week, even though it was in a bit of a coast win. Um, I think he got something real in Brian Lewerke. I think the offense can, you know, so long as they don't turn the ball over. If I'll put it this way. If they make the same mistakes they made last week, mm-hmm. they could definitely L. lose. Yeah, no, they're probably going to lose this ball game. L, you turn baby. the ball over three times, and you don't. I mean, and you don't get that pick six from your end. Yeah, let Tyson Smith shout out. Which, by the way, let's, let's we, do we that. Do need, Run it back, we need baby. to. We need to give a big shout out to Tyson Smith because. Man. I mean, Here, talk about overcoming adversity. I mean, Dude, I, had haven't, a stroke last I year. haven't felt that emotional about a football player coming back since Arthur Ray. Yeah, that was an, uh, it was pretty special. It was I a mean, cool moment, really cool moment. Cool. I'm, I'm glad he's, you know, you know, not only playing football, but let alone just being healthy and I'm alive glad and walking he's back to just yeah. being him. Yeah, so there was that, for a while there, he was not. Yeah, he, you know, and they didn't really come out with it. He had. Had that happen for a long time, which I think was pretty awesome, actually, on the on the school's part to keep that private matter private. But yes. um, yeah, shout out to him. But getting getting back to the point, if you if you you can't make the same mistakes you made last week offensively, nor can you get burnt over the top by what looks like a limited passing game, um, and expect to win. Uh, and that's going to be a chance executing. Your game plan and playing smart, sound football is going to be a legitimate challenge for this team this year, given the youth. You saw the middle of that game, really, I would say the middle 50 to 60% of that game was really solid, but you've got those fringes on the side where it just didn't look as good, and if you get more of the fringes and not more of the center, then it's going to be a tough time winning this game. I do think think they win, though. I think think Western kind of with their game plan of running, 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 plays into the strongest part of the Michigan State defense, and um, 
But we'll see. Okay. What do you think? Here, here's something people don't want to hear. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Usually when you play MAC teams, mid, in general, mid-majors, you win the game in the trenches. Okay? You just have bigger bodies, you have uh, more athletic bodies, and you have more depth. That will not be the case <laughs> on Saturday. No. Okay, this is one of the or best. often this season Correct. at all. But, but, again, it's going to be one of the better offensive line mid-major units and one of the better defensive line mid-major units there are, specifically in the MAC. That's where about where we're at with our lines. We're not going to win there. We, right. If we do, it's going to be close and not as handily yeah. as we want it to be. No. Okay? So it's got to be done at the skill position. And I'm going to tell you right now, I think we're going to pull it out, but it's not going to be fun because it's going to come down to watching. I'm going to, we haven't talked about this guy yet, but it's going to come down to our kicker having to do something, and we haven't seen a whole lot from that guy. Okay, we have a guy who might have to come in and make some clutch kicks or be put into situations. What's the freshman, right? Yeah. That's, yeah. It's, again, it's kind of a theme throughout the entire team. It's a lot of guys that have not been to these big moments and that's one of the things it doesn't happen all that often where you get like a fairly prominent big 10 team program yeah. against you know a, a mac team even one of that's been as impressive as western in the last couple of years where that's flipped yeah. you know, the experience level is generally generally favors and the talent in the in the trenches generally favors a big 10 team i think it's probably an even draw if not in Western Michigan's favor. So I think you're absolutely right. Um, it's time for Tristan show up. Yeah. We need Daryl show up. Yep. You know, who we need to really show up LJ LJ in the be running. Backs. Really nice. If Scott okay. show up. Time to assert yourself. It's time to show us why you are the reason that we have hope. Yeah. It's time for Brian Allen to shake off the re- He was the reason for the other fumble. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Knock it off. Get it out of your system. <laughs> Be one of the two senior starters. Let's go, baby. Yeah. So I, I think we're both in agreement that I, I think Michigan State can pull this off. Uh, I think this is a game they they can and frankly should should win. Um, you got to hope they're not looking forward to to Notre Dame. Hey, if there's anything, D'Antonio has their full attention. I tell you that yeah. right now because there's no one on this team that gets to look ahead when you went 3-9 and nine last Yeah, year. and I think a lot of the what happened in the offseason was a resetting of the culture. And I think from the first game, you know, it's it's hard to say much regarding that in the first game. But these guys looked smart. They looked determined. They looked like, like they were paying attention. It looked like the coaches tinkered with some defensive schemes. Um, and, you know... And Dave Warner, uh, one more thing. I know we're about to wrap up here. We're pushing yep. on an hour, but Dave Warner just can't help himself. Cute. I have to. I have to get my plug in here for so Warner cute. because he just can't. I thought for a, I thought the whole end around thing would real in the jet sweep thing, which I don't mind sprinkling in. It doesn't. You know, you got wrinkles, especially with an offense as young as this. Yep. And you know can really throw off an opposing defense because they don't know where anything's coming from. Yep. And ultimately, it led to a couple of nice runs on a different action. It led to someone, one of the guys had a touchdown run right up the gut because they faked the end around. You're it right. worked. It worked. But he just can't help himself. He just loves East-West. And we, <laughs> He and you just know what? can't help himself. And we as Michigan State fans, football fans, we can't help ourselves picking on Dave Warner. Yeah, for his sorry, Dave. Home. But, so, you know, you know. He knows. Okay, last prediction. 
I'm going to give these every week. It's going to be props. Yeah. Someone's going to have to, um, you know, keep track at home because I'm going to forget. Yeah, someone needs to be scoring. So Who you got? I need Chris <laughs> Fry total tackles against Western Michigan versus P.J. Fleck in-game broadcast references. This is hard. I've been thinking about this one. Um, I'm going to – oh, man, I don't even feel good about it. I'm going to oh. give the edge to Fry. You just oh, like it. He's all yeah, over the field. Well, he so he's gonna have like a thirteen tackles. I, yeah, because I think <laughs> I think they're gonna throw. I think they're gonna throw or they're gonna run the ball a lot. Okay, and he is just that's where he's at his best. Come downhill, make tackles. Um, and he had nine or ten tackles last week. Five, five, uh, really? Yeah. Jeez, wow, this is a lot more of a decision than I. Oh man, I'm still gonna I'm still gonna go with Fry. I think he's. Okay. I think the yeah. I'm oof man, you got me messed up now. Uh-oh. I was thinking uh, if it was Bocce, it's an obvious pick, Bocce, because he's he's a beast. He's feeling himself, right but uh, I don't know, man. There's going to be a lot of fleck, though. There's going to be a lot. It's going to be a lot of fleck and a lot of row the boat. Uh, they can't. There's no boat rowing anymore. Yeah, well, Western can't, but the ESPN guys can. Sure, they. Yeah, I guess we'll see what happens. Listen, the boat will always be rowing. Somewhere in the 10,000 Lake States, it will be rowing in Minnesota. So, I think, um, you know, we went through, I think we got Michigan State, um, took care of business last week, hoping to do it again. Let's clean it. Let's let's win the MAC, huh? Yes. (laughs) Let's go 2 0 against the (laughs) MAC here early. So, guys, um, thank you for joining us on this inaugural new The Only Podcast for. John Kirby, John, how do you think episode one went? Real quick, before we sign off. Uh, I'll let the fans tell us. Wow. Listeners on Twitter. The humility, the yeah. humbleness. Mm-hmm. It's incredible. We'll see what happens. <laughs> you know, tell me. Tell us how we can do better. Tell us more nicknames. Yeah. Let us know what you want to hear. Suggestions for bits. We're open to all of it. So, guys, uh, as always, it's been fun. Um, for my man, John Kirby, I'm Austin Smith, and we will talk to you guys next week. Today's episode is brought to you by Cars.com. With over 2 million vehicles and 50,000 more added every day, Cars.com will match you with the perfect car for you, your budget, your life, your style. And if you're ready to say goodbye to your current car, Cars.com will get you an instant offer to cash it in. Just start by entering your license plate and get matched with a local dealer who will write you the check. So whether you're looking to buy or sell, Just go to cars.com. It's magical.